Welcome to the punting monologue. Well, we say monologue. There's two people here. I'm here with Ben Clifton. How are you, Benny? Yeah, good, Sonny. How you going, mate? Mate, never been better. Sonny Munn here for the ears that haven't heard me yet. Lucky you. I'm blatantly gate-crashing this monologue, which I guess now is no longer a monologue. I'm not too sure what it is with two of us in the room. A duologue. <laughs> we might have to do a name change now. Yeah, I know. We're rebranding here at Mintbet. So you've been backing winners out the Wazoo, and I basically just want to get in on the ground floor. We've got the Northerly Stakes meeting in Ascot, Perth, WA this Saturday. And just straight off the bat, I'll tell you what, on paper, this has got to be one of the great days to have like a bucks or some sort of shindig. Because if you're in Perth, 30 degrees, not a cloud, the windies can eke out the cricket to, to a fourth day. You've got test cricket into the racing, into the Socceroos Argentina the next day. And you're probably going to get paid for it with your advice today. So it's not the worst time to be having a session. It's a day made for Sunny Munn, isn't it? <laughs> I would not be making it through to the football. Yeah, no, it's going to be a cracker. So should we get stuck straight into it, mate? The big race of the day, the Northerly Stakes, the wait for age, over 1,800 metres. We'll get into every single race. But how's the track going to run, mate? Yeah, so the, the weather's going to be fine. I mean, uh, they put a little bit of water on during the week just to keep the track a little bit soft. So it's soft five at the moment. will be a good four by the time we come to race day. The rail's out six metres. It's been a little bit hard to win from the, uh, the rail position. So I think with this rail uh, going out another three metres from last week's position, I think leaders will get their chance. Horses coming down the outside will get their chance. I think this is probably going to be the fairest rail position that we've had of, of recent weeks. So we're starting uh, the day on a... On a clear footing and we can bet with confidence i think sunny Munn. oh fantastic benny i like it speaking of good fours that's normally what i am by about this time on a saturday so it takes a few cans for people to start seeing me as the true seven that i am i'm a hard seven after six of the best <laughs> i was wondering how you uh if you had a man on the ground for this or if you're just doing your own analysis i, I picture you with your own tony Gregg style pitch reports slipping the old julius marlowe's in at ascot <laughs> No, nah, this is this is all data, and this is all just checking the weather report because at Ascot the wind can play, have a real uh, impact, and uh, later in the day it might actually, and we'll go through that as we work through the races. But uh, looks like it'll be a twenty k west south westerly, which will be a uh, headwind in the shoot races. So the short courses, twelve hundred meters and below, if you're leading, it might find it hard running into that headwind. Geez, I'm glad one of us knows what they're doing. You're talking headwinds. You're doing all sorts. I'm the mug punter in the corner for anyone wondering at home. Do not listen to anything I say and do not punt on anything I tip. So let's get straight into the races. Race one, what are we looking at, mate? Yeah, the first race, Sonny, is the two-year-old, 1,000 metres. So not a lot of form to go on here. Four of the 10 runners have had a run. The other six haven't. So that means we have to rely on the market a little bit. As far as the race brigade, saw in star one last start a couple of weeks ago. We started 7.50 on that occasion. Probably had the absolute perfect run on the day to get the win. Home James, the other horse uh, who has raced, is in the market. It's $4.20 at the moment. As far as wanting to bet into this race, this isn't really a race I sort of like to play in. There's too many unknowns. If you um, wanted to have a bet, I'd uh, wait till as late as possible. You need as much market information about the unraced horses. The shortest price of the unraced horses is Generosity, which is number six. Uh, it's only one of 400-meter trial at Belmont. Good trainer, Simon Miller, he likes to set him first up. There's just not enough information here, Sonny, for me to have a bet. So I'm going to let this one go. I'm going to use this race as a way to see how the track's racing so I can bet with confidence as we go through the card. Yeah, fantastic advice. And it helps those trying to make their way from the cricket not to have to stress too much. Get yourself another overpriced mid-strength and take your time. The cricket will be over in a couple of days, won't it? By the time people listen to this, Smith's probably on about 380 not out. So we'll have to wait and see. <laughs> 
What happened to the Windies? Oh, tell me about it. That's a, it's a podcast for another day. A bunch of Seppo bullshit brought in by the West Indies should be outlawed from the game. We've got a three-year-old race coming up next over the same distance. Is that right? Yes, that's right. Yep, 1,000 metres. Scamper. Hold on to your hats. So let's get stuck into that, mate. What do you see unfolding here? Yeah, so the favourite here is, or there's a good battle for favourite, uh, number one street parade and Aztec ruler about the three dollars. I'm just going to concentrate on these two horses because I think that's about that about sees the race out. I'm going to tip the toppy here, street parade. One really well last start at Ascot, over 1100. Drops back to 1,000, which I think is fine. But the key to this horse is it gets James McDonald going on board. There's been apprentices riding at all campaign. This campaign, really, really significant jockey change in uh, James McDonald, best jockey in the land. He can probably get another two or three lengths out of this horse, I think. It'll go forward from barrier three, probably sit outside the leader, which I think will be a really good place to be on the day. Boot clear and hopefully uh, be hard to run down because I'm tipping it. Probably the only other danger in the race is this Aztec ruler. This is a really, really nice horse, Sunny Mun. This is a horse with a turn of foot. Do you know what that is? Uh, I believe it's pretty quick. It's acceleration. Is that right? It's acceleration. Yes, yes. I don't say words I can't spell, Ben. <laughs> so this is a horse resuming after a spell. Do you know what a spell is, Sunny Mun? Yeah, mate. I get given one every sporting team I play in. <laughs> Don't you worry about that. Every ex-girlfriend's given me a very long spell. Don't you worry. This is probably the nicest horse in the race. Um, the nicest? As, as in, far like, as... Just, just, you'd have it round for dinner, meet your mum, that sort of stuff. <laughs> the horse with the most ability for the, for, for the layman. Copy. This is the horse who's probably the most talented, but given it's off a break and given it's going to probably go back to last over the 1,000 metres, I'm, I'm against it in this run, but I, I'd reckon look look for this horse going forward because the acceleration it's shown at its first two starts uh, looks like it's a pretty good horse, so um, keep an eye on it. But I am tipping Street Parade. As far as the rest of them go, Saloon Bar currently at $4.40. I reckon it'll start 7 or $8, better over 1,200, 1,400 metres. It's first up here. I can't see how the market's going to trend towards that horse. So Street Parade, there's already been a little bit of money for it in the market. Expect it to keep firming up with James McDonald on board. Fantastic analysis and if anyone needs to find me at race two i'll probably be at the saloon bar myself just a quick one i did notice that invisible strings got the earmuffs on for the first time does that mean that you can just swear around it as much as you like what's all that about <laughs> the earmuffs are used to calm the horse down so before mm. the race so they don't expend too much energy you never like to see too much gear going on because you just want a horse who does everything right but that horse yeah, obviously right. gets a little bit stirred up before the race well, I'm off Invisible String anyway because there is actually a kid's book about it where it basically tells you that you're always tethered to your parents even in their absence and it absolutely freaked the bejesus out of my daughter when she read it so that one can get stuffed. <laughs> We're stuck on the green sheep at the moment. Mate, well, my daughter's 26 so she really should be moving on to more substantial <laughs> literature. <laughs> Let's move on ourselves to the next race here, mate. What sort of distance are we looking at here? Are we stepping it up? Yeah, so we're going to 2,100 metres here. This is a restricted race, so only horses with a handicap of 66 and plus can get into the race. Okay. This is a horse that I tipped last start. I don't want to blow my own trumpet, but I tipped it to win uh, truly inspired. It's a favourite of $1.95. I think it can repeat the dose here. It wasn't doing a lot in its career. It was sort of running around a little bit, showing a little bit of promise. And the last two starts really put some ratings down on the board. Two starts back at Ascot was a dollar forty-five when absolutely pissed in, and then 
backed up again at Ascot over the 2,200 metres. It was a big drifter in betting on that occasion, 235 out to $2.80, but won easily. Again, I think the penny has dropped with this horse. This goes up two kilos. I don't think that'll matter given how well it won last start. I think now that it's got a couple of wins on the board, it can just keep winning and working its way through the grades. I think uh, it's one of the better bets on the card. Truly inspired. Of the others, Queen Alina was the only one who I could entertain. It's currently at $6.50. It's won three from six, showing good ability. It's working through its grades at the midweeks. This is a really significant increase in class considering it's running into a horse like Truly Inspired. I expect it to probably hold its price at the 650. Truly Inspired, probably the same hold the price, but I think the rest, given it's a huge field, will drift as the market percentages come down. So uh, Truly Inspired again here for me, Sonny, and I think uh, it'll end up being one of the best bets on the card. And for anyone wondering out there about Benny's ability to blow his own trumpet, you just wait to the end of the card when he's tipped them all he's his own bloody brass band there is no humility in picking winners <laughs> i didn't do too well last week but anyway oh, really this week we were all right so we, we, we backed one winner and got another one each way but didn't quite get the chocolates here better for the run mate better for the run yeah, don't you yeah. worry you're pretty little head about that <laughs> don't make me run i'm full of chocolate <laughs> onwards and upwards here we've just picked three in a row i'm sure we're absolutely got the coffers full although we've probably shouldered arms to the first race and had a few more mid-strengths at the cricket race four what are we looking at here benjamin yeah so this is a 1400 meter race this is a, a tricky little race um i'm gonna bet around the favorite here the favorite at the moment is category three two dollars sixty not secret is five dollars fifty trade war at six dollars just the speed map here, Sonny. So this is where, where the horses are going to settle after the first three or 400 metres. There's not a lot of tempo in the race. Castillo del Lago probably looks the logical leader. But I just think I'm going to tip a horse called Trade War here. Dropping in class. I think Brad Wawilla will boot it up out of barrier five and settle it just in behind the leaders. And I think uh, it'll get the nicest run in the race. As opposed to the favourite category three. So William Pike uh, is on board here and... Pike is a very negative jockey. He's going to be out the back with this horse trying to make a run late, but I just want to play the percentages here, so I'm going with Trade War uh, currently at $6. I think it is a, a really, really good value bet considering you can back each way at that price and uh, get a good run for your money. Fantastic advice. And just a little bit from me, I'm just wondering, is it number eight, Ruli, in this in this race? Yeah. Yeah, so I've noticed it's got winkers on for the first time. Idiot question from an idiot person. I'm assuming winkers are basically blinkers, but only on one eye. I've got to correct you. It's winkers off first time. Oh, hello. Oh, now I feel like a real fool. You're testing my gear knowledge here because I get confused between, well, winkers off first time keeps their focus somehow. I can't exactly give you the definition. What I will say is, though, in, in terms of gear changes, blinkers first time is a much more sort of potent gear change than what a winker's first time is okay fair enough i'm assuming that it, it means it, we've just got ourselves a very flirtatious horse <laughs> just constantly on the wink mate you really showed me up with my lack of horse knowledge i'm all data mate yeah this was all an elaborate ruse to show you <laughs> up mate yeah no no it's uh winkers simply means you've got a coquettish little clip clopper on your hand exactly it's an eye patch you look like a pirate <laughs> i want to be a pirate race five Race five over 1,600. This is another 66 plus. Any winkers in this race? Oh, there's a few. There's a winkers back on on number 12, 70 to 1. Do you want to back in? Oh, hello. Recharger. Recharger. Oh, huge fan of the flirtatious fillies. (laughs) (laughs) You're trying to recharge after the Socceroos last night. Mate, I don't think it's going to take more than a few winkers to get me back in the game. All right, we've got a good horse here, Sonny. Let's talk about this good horse. Great. 
Yes. Ca- yes. Carolee rocks. Now, this is a horse with a turn of foot. Do you remember what a turn of foot is? I do, but I want to pull you up on it. Surely it's a turn of hoof. Yes, yes. Come on, guys. That's an underutilised term. I shouldn't be five races into my entire <laughs> career and already correcting the parlance of the entire industry. You're a trailblazer. It's a turn of hoof. I don't care how nice a horse you are. This is a serious horse, Carolee Rocks. So as I've been going through these races, I've been trying to back horses that are up on speed because that's the high percentage play. But I think this horse has got the, the class to overcome it. Barrier 10, I think uh, you'll want to be in that part of the track by the time race five comes around. They'll be getting off the fence. So... This horse, as like his first two runs this campaign, has just shown an electric turn of foot. It's going to be a tough watch. You're going to be out the back, but if they just go along a little bit quick in front, expect Carolee Rocks to come over the top. I'm, I'm really high on this horse. I think it's a really nice horse. Oh, hello. And uh, Are we leading towards a better the day here? Is this a bit of gobble, gobble, gobble action? Are we going to feast on this? Could could gobble them up. Ooh, we will. We will. All right. get my best of the day later on, but... um. I think this will be featuring oh, very what a high. Tease. This is a you should get the winkers on <laughs> your little tart, teasing us like it's that. It's a nice horse, and um, the only other horse probably right. worth mentioning in the race is Real Danger. This is a horse who's been well backed in early markets, eight fifteen to four dollars eighty. But I just don't like the fourteen hundred back to twelve hundred. Does get a good jockey upgrade, but I just think Carolee Rocks is destined for better races than this race. We continue on. Race six. Let's not spend much time on this, Sonny. I'll be honest. This was just too hard. This was sort of Panadol <laughs> sort of areas. This was, yeah, I look at this race, I just could not find an edge. Uh, really, really flat market. If you have a look at the really? first four in the market, Zafir is a favourite at 440. Crescent City, 480. Try for us, $5. And Rejuva King at $6. It's just, it's too hard. Too hard. So I'm going to sit this mm. one out. Yeah, go to the bar. You heard it here first. Race six. Chalk it into your calendar for the day. Oh, that's when sure. you duck to the bar. And there's plenty of good races coming up after that, so I think it's a good time to, for a break. I might lean towards Rejuva King there just as a bit of an omen because I've always been a fan of the actress Regina King ever since Boys in the Hood. Academy Award winning actress, no less. Also good in Jerry Maguire. She's Rod Tidwell's missus in Jerry Maguire. What a movie that was. Oh, absolute belter. Very underrated actress. Although I guess you can't be underrated if you win an Oscar. More proof that I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right, we're back from the bar. Race seven. Now, is this the Jungle Dawn Classic? That, that's right. This is a listed race. How good is that name? That stinks of Predator to me. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what it's named after. Maybe it's Jungle the Dawn. Of the past. Jungle oh, Dawn. I love it. Oh, you know what I want to know? Straight off the top, if mm. there are any front runners here, because I just want to be able to say in the Jungle Dawn, if it leads, it will kill it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little bit of speed in the race. Express Time's probably the likely leader. Does that fit your narrative? Okay. Mm, yeah, perfect, mate. As long as I can say dodgy Arnie quotes, I'm happy. There's uh, there's a good bet in this race. Okay. I'm not going to tell you if it's my best bet or not, but Ooh. I think there's a few queries over a couple of horses in this market that opens it up for us. Vane Tempest is the horse I'm tipping. Last start, drew wide behind a horse called Simperucci, who's a really nice horse, and it just went back from that wide gate, never really given a run, ran home really well. Drawn barrier two here, up to 1,400 metres. I expected to set a lot closer from that nice gate. Gets a nice jockey change and... I think it's got map advantages over a few of its a few of its rivals, and the fact that it was really hitting the line last start gives me confidence in this race. The probably weakness in the field, I, I see weakness in Sentimental Queen and Ginger Fly. They're both first up. First up, fourteen hundred meters. Horses very rarely do their best ratings first up, so I'm looking for the horse who's up and going and fit and get a map really well. And that's how I landed on Vane Tempest. Is Hint of Mint in the Jungle Dawn Classic? Hint of Mint is in the Jungle Dawn Classic. 
What are we getting at? That is just my omen bet of the day here at Mint Sports. If you're not on a hint of mint, you're sacked, buddy. That's Sonny Munn's Oman bet of the day, I reckon. I'm all in. <laughs> Oman. If you want to be making money, I wouldn't be putting it on hints of mint. I'll give you that <laughs> give you that tip for free. Making money punting? Why would I start now? <laughs> so next up we got the big one, the group one northerly stakes. Hold your hats, hold your wallets, unload and reload. This is a weight for age over eighteen hundred. What are we looking at here, Benjamin? Yeah, so this is a this is a good race. There's a couple of different form lines meeting here. Cascadian is the current favourite at two dollars eighty. Amelia's Dream is the up and coming star who's at three dollars thirty. Then we go out to Bustler at ten dollars, a three year old against the older horses, and then Treasured Star at eleven dollars. Look, I think this is a race in two. I think there'll be two schools of thought here. It'll be either you either be in the Cascadian camp or the Amelia's Jewel camp. Both really nice horses, both at different ends of their careers. Cascadian's the proven star. Amelia's Jewel is the lightly raced horse on the up. We've got to decide which way we go. I have decided. Which way are you going, Sonny, just off names? Mate, I'm a Cascadian man. Give me the experience. Give me the time on the track. Give me the fact that I don't know anything. I need someone who's been there and done it before. And as much as I like the narrative of the young upside and Amelia's Jewel taking the crown and the mantle, I'm going to go Cascadian. Yeah, do you like the old legs, do you? Oh, mate, you don't know the half of it. The old, the old weary legs. Oh, yeah, varicose veins, give it to me. <laughs> yeah, so I'm in the other camp. I'm in with Amelia's jewel you in this. Bastard! Um, but I, I, bastard! I couldn't talk you out of cascading. This is merely for the fact that I really want to tip a horse in this race, and I think you could you could even back both of them if you really wanted to. Oh, um, could this could this be our first duologue Quinella? <laughs> could, could, could the <laughs> sports duologue Quinella be in action? You beauty. Look, if you want to back both and you're taking up about 60% of the market, so that's fine. You can back them both, but if they don't win, you do a bit of cash. So I'm going to pick one side and I'm going to go with Amelia's draw. I really like the fact that each start she's had, she's run the quickest last 200 of the race. Uh, A horse who's a real line chaser, real acceleration horse. Drops to 50 kilos here. There's a real lack of tempo uh, in the race, so I expect uh, Carberry to be really positive from that inside gate and settle just in behind the leaders. And we'll probably be getting a start from Cascadian, so I expect Amelia's Jewel to really um, stamp her Group 1 credentials in this race. She's always promised to be a Group 1 horse. She's always been named at this race, and I think she'll she's really well placed here down on the down on the 50 kilos at weight for age cascadian i could not talk you out of him Good. i'm just thinking is it is this an afterthought he's been up for a while he's been up in he was in sydney he was in melbourne he's been all over the shop this spring uh had a little sort of month break in between runs at a trial just before but you know there's no doubt in he's the measuring stick but i just think amelia's jewel's been targeted at this race okay the preparation's gone perfect she's got there she's on on the 50 kilo she's an acceleration horse i think she'll be awfully hard to beat i'm going with her amelia's jewel you heard it here first. Giddy up. Race nine, we're knocking off yep. early here, Sonny. We're not getting involved here. Another one that's way too hard, so. Really? No last chance saloon? No, nah, Amelia's Jewel's it. It is the okay. It's, it's the last bet on the card at Ascot. Okay, we've got the rundown. I'll quickly fly through this. Race one, we're going to avoid. We're going to watch the end of the cricket. Race two, we're back in the toppy due to the great jockey work. Race three, you've got Truly Inspired, which is the favourite for a reason. Race four, Trade War, you should be able to get a little bit of juice each way. Then a bit of potential gobble-gobble with Carolee Roxy in the five. (laughs) Gobble, gobble, gobble. 
Don't you worry about that. We're going to the bar race six. Welcome to the jungle. It's going to be the tempest in that. Amelia's jewel gets you counting the cash for the last race, which we let through to the keeper. I could not have summed that up any better. If I had to pick a best of day, it'll be Carolee Rocks. I just think she's just the horse who is destined for better races than this. There might be a few hairy moments with it getting so far back, but uh, look for it later. It's got a really good turn of foot. I do like having the best bet around the middle of the card too because it can either really set you up for a blockbuster day or you've got enough time to recoup. Well, well so hopefully we're back in a few winners so we don't have to be uh, That's true. getting that's ourselves true. out of trouble. Recoup responsibly. Giddy up. So that's Ascot done and dusted. We know what we're doing if we're trackside there. It's a big day. But if you want to have a bit of a sniff around the grounds, what have you got for us, Ben? So we're heading to Pakenham, uh, race one, Braden Star. First start in Australia, it absolutely flew. Second start here, Ollie Sticks. I can't imagine it's going to um, drift from that current quote of $2.15, so I'll be locking in a price on Braden Star. I think it would be awfully hard to beat. And once again, it's a horse who's destined for better races than this race at Pakenham. And I've got another one. For, I'm bookending the cards here at Pakenham. Good. Race, race nine, number eight, Aaron Bay. Was completely off the map in betting first up. Uh, things didn't quite go its way. Fitter up in distance here. There's not a lot of speed in this race. It's drawn wide. I expect him to roll forward from that wide gate and try and find a spot close to the speed. And it'll be uh, hard to beat at the current quote of about $4.60. Fantastic stuff. So at Pakenham, just to reiterate there... Our two around the grounds, we're bookending the card. Race one, Braden Star. You can double your money to start the day. Race nine, number eight, Aaron Bay at over fours, and we are laughing. And we're done, and we're counting our cash on Saturday night. Catching, Putting it all on the Socceroos. Mm, maybe not. Oh, what a game that'll be. But uh, what time? Is it, is it at an actual watchable hour this time? They're all watchable when you haven't been to bed, mate. It's 6 a.m. Sunday morning. So, oh, that is uh, perfect. That's just pretty handy for everybody. No one's ever rough on a Sunday at 6am. Giddy up. Sensational stuff there, Cliffo, our resident expert of all things data and horse related. I've been Sunny Munn. Thanks for letting me gatecrash your podcast, mate. I sincerely enjoyed it and I hope you'll have me back sometime. And if you won't, go and get stuffed, all right? Good to have you here, Sonny Munn. It's been hard talking to myself for two weeks, so good luck on the pun- <laughs> on Saturday, punters. I think we've found a few winners, and let's hopefully by Saturday night we're rolling it and we can roll into the Socceroos. Oh, how good, how good. All right, mate, until next week or until we meet again, enjoy yourselves, punters. Stay mint. <laughs>